So I was on the phone with another amazing female entrepreneur, and she's like, I have a question for you. How do your clients handle people shaming them for wanting to spend money on their clothes? And I thought, oh, shit, no one's ever asked me this question. And it's never actually come up. So I deal with a lot of body shaming issues um, and different things like that. But the actual shame around spending money on our clothes. People have said to me, like, what if I don't have a budget? Or, you know, I'm not really uncomfortable spending this amount of money on clothes. Like, what's your budget? Things like that. But the word shame had never actually been connected to that for me. And that was like one of those light bulb moments where I was like, oh, this is a conversation that we are about to have. And I am so here for it. How we do one thing is how we do everything. Firm believer of that, right? So if you are catching yourself being blocked, if anything I said so far in this episode is triggering you like, that's just not true. That doesn't matter. Why is that coming up? What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to the Style for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie, here. And are you ready for this fucking September energy? God damn, I'm ready. I am so super excited for what the season is going to bring for you and how you are going to show up. I feel so much clarity coming from the people that I'm hanging around and spending time with. And I know that you feel it too. And I just can't wait. So today's episode is two part exciting. One, because it's spicy as hell. Get ready to, I don't want to say get ready to be triggered, but It's a spicy one. I think it's going to get your feelings going, but hopefully in a good way. Because I think what I'm understanding about triggering is that if you are open to taking and receiving it once you've moved through the 90 seconds of the big fucking uh, emotion, that there's really, really, really big moment of opportunity of growth on the other side of it. And the more I lean into that in my business and my life, the more I feel like I'm flying. So I just want to share that with you because you're awesome. So the other thing that's super juicy is it's time for you to sign up for five days of lifestyle coaching with yours truly. So September 18th through 22nd, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every single day, we are going to unlock your style story and nail your signature style so that you can amplify your brand, so that you can supercharge your confidence, and so that you can feel fucking amazing every single day. In this five days, it's basically like a little mini client experience for you in just five days. Why am I doing this? Because I think that this is the time of year for everyone to just jump in and own it. And I just, September is such a freaking juicy month. So five days, lifestyle coaching, it's only $19. It is free to anyone inside of the Style Squad. And if you know any of my Style Squad members, they all have a free plus one invite. And if you're like, this is me, hop on it. But there's so much good juiciness that's going to come out of this. And this isn't just going to be me teaching at you for five straight days. I promise I've learned my lesson on that. We are going to be super interactive. I want you to come out of this This is a mini transformational one-on-one client experience for only $19, okay? Boiled down, 
you were going to come out of this with a plan, with a fall style blueprints for your business, ways to connect this back to your brand, how to amplify your brand. And there's an opportunity to just join the Style Squad, right? So you can upgrade and just join the Style Squad for $37 a month and get all of this and the whole community for free. This is the big defining moment for me. I've been working so hard behind the scenes, hiring community team to make the Style Squad a magical. And we've got each month set up in the Style Squad to take you through a very similar journey so that you have an opportunity to connect with all the ladies and you have an opportunity to get styled and you have an opportunity to learn and you have just all the opportunities to grow your business. And that's every single month, every week for just $37 a month. So, but I want you to come to this event. This is about you unlocking your signature style. And the reason it's called Unlock Your Style Story, because your story is in there and your style is all about your story. For all my entrepreneurs, how many times have you heard, well, you gotta tell the story, you gotta hook them in with the story. Your email should start with the story. It's all based on being a storyteller because as humans, that's how we respond. We love stories. And you have a style story in there and it's time to unlock it. So five amazing interactive days. If you carve out this space, I promise you we're going to just get some stuff done. This is not just going to be me giving you strategies and maybe one day you're going to implement them. This is going to be us side by side in this community doing this. You will get a sneak peek inside of what it's like to be inside of the Style Squad. We will be using on the app platform that we use, Heartbeat. We have it set up in there. And we will be getting it on. I am so excited. Like, I can't even tell you guys how awesome this event is going to be. We are going to unlock your style blocks. We are going to create your Stylepreneur Essentials Kit. We are going to shop your closet like a stylist. You are going to have opportunities to do spotlight styling sessions, and we are going to craft your style blue print so you know exactly how to get dressed every day and exactly how to shop if you're going to be doing some fall shopping and that's what I said or you could just upgrade from the event pass to the membership because in the membership guess what we're doing the very next week we are doing our big trends masterclass on how to craft your seasonal brand image, right? It's not just about following trends. It's about creating your unique shopping plan on how to exude your values, your personality, and your outlook on life. I'm super, super pumped. But I don't even think I've talked about the most fun part about this, right? Like this shit's going to be fun. There's going to be a whole community of entrepreneurs that are already going to be there. Five days of lifestyle coaching. But I am so excited about the giveaways. The giveaways. That is like my literal new favorite thing inside of the style, style Squad. We are constantly doing giveaways. So I knew how to bring my A game, right? Because we all want to show up. But sometimes, you know, it's nice to be rewarded when we show up. And like, who doesn't love a giveaway, right? So we're going to be doing a really fun giveaways every single day that you show up live for the event. So lipstick anybody obviously we're doing lipstick giveaways i'm going to be giving away some free styling sessions like super super excited for this one-on-one styling sessions 
are so valuable because it's not just about your clothes. It's also where we can figure out where your style is holding you back in other areas of business or other areas of your life. So we'll do some one-on-one style coaching strategy sessions and the big grand prize giveaway for everyone that shows up actually implements and shares their progress. And we're going to do fun little exercises. When I say this shit's going to be fun, I mean, think style trivia, think really crafting your plan, communities, juicy conversations. I have the best icebreakers planned for you. But free year in the style squad. We are going to do one grand prize giveaway to a lucky winner who shows up and is dedicated to this free year in the style squad. And that applies to everyone that shows up. So if you're already in the style squad, or if you sign up for the style squad membership and you win, great. The next year is free because the style squad is only going to get bigger and better. It ain't going nowhere. And you get a whole year, a whole year, right? Cannot freaking wait. I am so excited. So anyways, details are available, of course, in the show notes. I'm not going to launch this in email or social until, well, if you're listening to this podcast, it releases on a Monday. I'm not going to release it anywhere else until Tuesday. So you can grab up your spot, ASAP, katiejustyle.com backslash unlock. I was on another workshop for one of my favorite coaches, Amanda Walker, and she was talking about no fluff, like this is all getting it in. And that's what this is. We're going to get it in, right? Like we are going to take some action. You are going to walk away feeling amazing, right? We're not just going to talk about um, pink and purple are so cute together and this is what you should wear. Nope. We're going to get to the core of like who you are, why you're wearing what you want to wear, why it matters to you, how to get back the energy, the inspiration that you need, how to create the transformation in your business and just take action. So super juicy. All right. Enough about that. Let's talk about shameful shopping. So I have been thinking about this and obviously I think about this every day because it's my business styling and like if you're here for the ride right you know that styling is nothing to do with the clothes for me and it's all about the mindset and it's all about getting in juicy and like making it work for you and about how is it contributing to making your life better and I like to go into the deep crevices of the shit because I think it can hold us back in other areas of our life because how we do one thing is how we do everything firm believer of that, right? So if you are catching yourself being blocked, if anything I said so far in this episode is triggering you like, that shit's not true, that doesn't matter. Why is that coming up for you? Where is that showing up for you in other areas of your life? Because it's not just style. If you have a belief, a negative belief about something, it's also transcending itself in other areas of your life, right? I know for me personally, sales is one of those really big areas, right? Sales, I would say uh, food is another thing that I struggle with a little bit, but I see how that shows up in other areas of my life, Uh, other areas of my business. I see how all these things are connected and how they freaking hold me back from really, really achieving my desired state of being, which is just like having an inner peace. At the end of the day, I think that's it. And now every day is not going to be perfect, duh. But getting back on track to feeling inner peace, I think is the key. So let's talk about shameful shopping. Um, Because 
this is going to be a juicy one. And I lay that framework just to let you know that, like, it's going to get spicy. I think it's going to continue to get spicy. Because who has time for beating around the bush? I don't think we have time for it anymore, people. I think we have arrived. And I think it's time to, like, show up or go home, period. I would say go hard or go home. That resonates with me. But show up or go home. Glow up or get out, okay? And you get to control what that glow up gets looks like. So I was on the phone with another amazing female entrepreneur. I've really been challenging myself to connect with more people because I value connection. And when I'm home alone, working on my business behind the scenes, I can get a little squirrely. Do you, does that resonate with you? I feel like that probably resonates with a lot of people. So we're connecting and we're talking, we're vibing. And she's like, I have a question for you. How do your clients handle people shaming them for wanting to spend money on their clothes? And I thought, oh shit, no one's ever asked me this question. And it's never actually come up. So I deal with a lot of body shaming issues um, and different things like that. But the actual shame around spending money on our clothes. People have said to me, like, what if I don't have a budget? Or, you know, I'm not really uncomfortable spending this amount of money on clothes. Like, what's your budget? Things like that. But the word shame had never actually been connected to that for me. And that was like one of those light bulb moments where I was like, oh, this is a conversation that we are about to have. And I am so here for it. And she gave me an example. She said, I'm a shoe person. I love shoes. Shoes bring me joy. Fantastic. As I say that to you, that may or may not resonate with you, but what's the thing in your life that brings you joy that you would spend endless amounts of money on, right? Let's see. Like, it could be like, oh my God, organic food brings me joy. I would spend endless amounts of money on it. Um, my husband is real big into audio gear and stuff. He Self-proclaimed audiophile. Maybe that's the thing you tell me. I've only heard him say it. <laughs> he will spend obscene amounts of money on headphones and different gear, right? That's important to him. He values it. I would never tell him like, oh, you shouldn't spend that money on that because we got to pay this other thing. Now, a little game I do like to play is because we value different things. And when we're scared to spend money on something, I do think it's easy to be like, I'll give you an example to compare, right? So when someone tells me, oh my God, I want to join the style squad, working with you has like really changed my confidence, but I'm really not comfortable spending the $37 a month. Cool. I get it, right? My husband and I are both entrepreneurs. We look at our money plan with equal eyes at least once a month, but what about every week, right? And we really ask ourselves, is what we're spending money on bringing value to our lives, especially as entrepreneurs where things can feel uncertain sometimes. And this is how we judge whether or not we want to spend money on stuff. Just using the sales squad as an example. So it's $37 a month, right? Does it make me happy? Yes. Does it do this? Yes. Does it give me people to connect with on a regular basis? Yes. Does it do all these things? Yes, it does. Oh, $37 feels like a lot of money. Well, we spend $37 on lots of things, right? Like if I go to a restaurant and a steak's $37, I'm also sometimes like, how come it's not 50, right? Like, you'll go to a bar and order two drinks. It could be $37. You go into Target and you just see something on a whim, $37. And the game that him and I actually play when we're throwing this up in the air, usually like under 50 bucks, we always ask ourselves, if I was driving down the street today and I saw $37 laying on the side of the road, would I stop to pick it up? 
And then that's just one of the games. Now, it's different when you're like, if I saw 10,000, of course I'd fucking stop if I saw 10,000. <laughs> Depending on where I'm at is really going to play whether or not I stop. I'm just kind of giving you guys some different reframes, right? I mean, $37, can you even get a good pair of underwear for $37? I'm joking. You can. You can probably get a three for 30 somewhere. Good. But you get the point, right? We all value different things. Now, if someone came to me and said, oh, um, do you want to do this like human design coaching session for me with me it's two hundred dollars like hell yeah that's two hundred dollars that ain't shit right like it's really just all about what we value so it's a really interesting mind game and i'm just framing this up for whatever you value is inexpensive to you right so like we're talking about this i went to the beyonce concert a couple months ago and i'm not a big concert person and the tickets were like three hundred dollars and then all the other things that came along with it right and I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to spend $300 on this. I love Beyonce, but I don't want to spend $300 on this. And someone was like, yeah, but you'd spend $300 on a human design reading in a heartbeat. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> right? So when you really want to do something outside your comfort zone, you can ask yourself, like, what am I comfortable spending money on and what am I not comfortable spending money on? And like, why? Right? And it really just comes down to, like, what you value. So, Let's get back to the story. I know I got a little bit of a tangent there, but I'm really trying to paint this picture for you, right? Because it's audio. So this amazing female entrepreneur says to me, you know, how do your clients deal with people shame them for what they spend their money on? I was like, oh my God, that's such a great question. And she said, I'm a shoe person. And this person, and I posted a picture, and I can't remember if it was a shoe collection or her shoes, or just even the outfit. I don't even know. Remember, because I was so like entranced in this idea. And she said that someone commented and said, I hope you paid your mortgage before you bought those shoes, or I hope your mortgage is paid if you're out here spending money like that on shoes. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. Bacola. Right? Like, I can just imagine the feeling that's coming from that. And I was like, God damn. Right? But then you can't just leave it there because then now once I said the 90 seconds of the really strong emotion goes through you, now it's like, okay, well, what's next? And what does this comment actually mean? Okay, first and foremost, the comment's not about you, it's about them. That person obviously has a hang up and there's some kind of style trauma there somewhere, right? Next. This is where my mind immediately went. Why is one woman doing that to another woman? That's the shit we need to stop. So when I started this episode and I said, this is going to get spicy. This is what I'm talking about. There's a couple things that happen. And I'm not saying that men are completely like out of this loop. This is my own experience as a woman in this space and in this life. We do this in motherhood constantly. I am not a motherhood coach, so we will put that one on the back burner. But that's one place where we are relentless with judgment on the surface level, unless we know someone. And then when we know someone, we give them so much grace, right? Like if you don't know someone and you see their kid, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe she let her kid come to school with her hair like that. But if your friend did that, you'd be like, girl, who cares? No one cares, right? So again, just painting the picture for you. As women, we have got to stop tearing down other women who value different things. If you value really expensive shoes, then uh, good for you. If you value really expensive organic supplements, fucking great. If you value really expensive mindset coaching, more power to you. But none of us should be tearing down someone else for that, right? So that's 
like layer one to this. Then layer two to this is really kind of the crux on what I want to get into this. And what I think what really came up for me is that as women, we have been told that we're not good with money and that we shop, it's frivolous and it's dumb and no one cares. And that's like retail therapy, right? Does anybody call the men's hobbies like golf therapy? No, we just like assume that if a guy is golfing that, you know, no one would be like, hey, look at these new golf clubs I got. And could you imagine another guy being like, hey, hope your mortgage is paid before you go buy all that, spend all that money on the golf clubs. No, they fucking wouldn't. Like, they're not. Because there's this narrative in our society is that like women aren't good with money. And I think it's really directly connected to that. And you, and if you don't believe that, that's great. Please, let's have that conversation. Because I could be wrong. But I know for a fact, this is part of my money story. And this conversation unlocked a huge piece of it for me is part of my money story is money's hard. Another part of my money story is I'm not good with money. I don't know how to save money. And it's not because I'm spending all my money on clothes because I probably spend way more money on experiences, taking my kids to the zoo for fucking $300 in San Diego and all that than clothes any day. I'm a huge experience person, meaning spending lots of money going out to eat and going to experiences is where I funnel so much money. It makes my accountant's head want to pop off sometimes, right? So get super clear on that. But that really came up for me. I was like, oof, I wonder, because I don't feel like men are vilified for their hobbies the same way women are. And shopping is only seen as a hobby. And I don't think shopping is a hobby because it's a fucking necessity. Eating's not a fucking hobby. I mean, it is <laughs> for me. But the reality is I also have to eat every day right? Just you have to get dressed every day. And it's exactly why I love to use the food and style analogy, right? Because every day I get to make a choice on, am I going to eat something that's going to make me feel good physically and mentally? Or am I going to eat something that's just going to make me feel good mentally for a few minutes, right? And we get to do that same exact thing when we get dressed with our clothes. Like, is this making me feel good physically or mentally? I don't know the answer to this, but I just think it's juicy. And I'm opening up the conversation of, do you have shame around spending money on yourself because maybe this narrative is true for you? Maybe you actually would love to know what it's like to feel in a pair of jeans that fits you and makes you feel like a million bucks, right? Do you have shame around A, just buying them, but like spending the money? And I don't even mean $200 pair of jeans. It could be a $50 pair of jeans. Jeans actually aren't the most inexpensive piece of clothing that we could buy, Right. But do you have shame around this? Like, maybe it's shopping. Maybe it's the frivolousness of it that's connected. But I thought that that was a really amazing point and connection. So, of course, we talked through it. And I was like, for one, it's bullshit because I don't think anyone has a right to tell anyone else's hobby or what they value that. And I say hobby. I don't even think it's, it's what you value that something else you know, sh should take priority over that. And it's no one's place to assume that no one knows anyone's finances but you. And as long as you know it and whoever you're sharing money with knows it, then like, come on, does it really matter? No. And then let me break it down just like one more thing in this shame spiral. One of the ways I think we could avoid shame in this, I think there is shame if we're not planning for these purchases. And then we go and we just impulse buy clothes. I bet but I bet I know that that creates a lot of shame if you spend money on things that you weren't planning on spending money on and you are just spending from like a completely unintentional 
I just want to feel good or I'm trying to keep up with someone or Katie said I should get rid of my skinny jeans even though I don't want to get rid of my skinny jeans. Sorry, there's just been a lot of conversations about skinny jeans and no, I would never tell anyone they have to get rid of anything. Um, And you're spending money because of that. It should always be intentional and it should be intentional from a mindset of knowing why you're shopping, right? You're shopping for something that makes you feel amazing. You're shopping for something that looks good on you, that you've deemed looks good on you. And you're shopping for something that fits and flatters your body because you need to. And I mean, let's be honest, like we need clothes. So you also, I believe, kind of deserve to. But the last piece of this is we can talk about mindset pillars all day, but there is an action plan to that. And there is a plan of making sure that you, you have budgeted, right? Spending this. Because if it isn't in your budget and you blow up your money plan or your money map, then guess what? You are going to be feeling a little bit of shame. We all do, right? Because every time I eat something that I know I'm not quote unquote supposed to eat, or I know I'm eating something that's not really going to do anything for my body, I absolutely feel a little bit of shame. I mean, insert some self-compassion, but if you're not practicing that, you're going to be in a shame spiral. So the number one thing I think you can do to get around that outside of the mindset pillar work of, you know, shopping with intention, making sure you're wearing things that match how you want to feel, match who you are as a person, match your outlook on life, match your body shape, match your figure, your flatter, your cuts, your silhouettes. We can talk about all the nuances of style and necklines and all of that. But I think the next thing you want to do is you actually do want to plan for the spending and the budget, right? It's important. I have only had one person ever reach out to me ahead of wanting to book a one-on-one with me, ask me what is the budget that they should plan for, for spending on the clothes, not just People will ask me how much does it cost to get one-on-one styling, but no one's ever been like, how much does it cost? What should I plan for for a budget? And it was one of the most amazing questions. And all of this was happening around the same time. And I was like, this is some juicy shit right here because those are the questions that we should be having because imagine this. Imagine you didn't have a, God, I hate the word budget. Imagine you didn't have a spending plan for your groceries every month. And every month, you spent, and we spent an insane amount of money on groceries, and every month you spent $1,500 on groceries. And every month you didn't budget for it. But you need those groceries, right? You have four people in the house all day. You're not spending a lot of money on lunches out and things like that. This is the money and food that you're spending. Imagine the shame that you would feel, the spiral that you would go down if that was happening every single month and every single month it was going against your goals and your desires because you were not planning for it, even though it was a necessity. And I think clothes are the same exact thing. You need to wear clothes, okay? Point blank period. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not in a fuck, fucking living somewhere where you could be naked. You need clothes. They are a necessity of your life. They are a basic self-care of yours, Right. So it's going to make a lot of sense to plan it into your budget and not wing it. And I've talked, it's funny enough, and I think this is really ironic, right? We have like three plus accountants inside the Style Squad because it's a cool place for creative entrepreneurs, even if they've been put in a bucket that they're not supposed to be creative. And all of them have told me in different conversations that that's one of the least line least accounted for line items on people's money maps, spending plans, whatever the word is, is clothing. Even though we all need it, it's all a basic necessity. People will put in auto repair buckets because you know at some point your car is going to need repair before they will put in a line item for clothing. 
take away a little bit of the shame if that's something that you struggle with and create a plan for it and allow yourself and you get to decide whether that's a $500 pair of shoes or a $25 pair of shoes. It still makes a ton of sense to account for it in your plan and give yourself time and space. Because if you're also one of those people who just doesn't like to shop and spend money on themselves, if you plan for it now, you're sitting there and you're like, damn it, I've actually have the money to do this. What should I buy for myself? And this is where we can explore that conversation of really getting intentional. Anyways, I think this is kind of juicy. And we hit on a couple of key points. And the moral of the story is there's no reason to be shamed for spending money on things that are necessities like clothes. But I do think there's some heavy lifting to do here as a society on the language that we use and the way that we prioritize some of the things in our lives and especially geared towards women and things that quote unquote are typical women. Like when people say to me, well, I'm not girly. I don't like to shop and spend money on clothes. I'm like, I literally loathe shopping. Okay. I have vision in my head. And you know, the very first hire in my business was someone to help me do the shopping. (laughs) Because for me, it's about the vision and the person and knowing what they need and what they want and what's going to make them feel amazing. But the act of shopping isn't a quote-unquote girly thing. Do you know what I mean? So it is nothing that anyone should be shamed for if that's what they value and they do want to invest their time, money, and energy in those pieces because those pieces will last for a really long time. And like, let's be honest, some of these designer pieces you can pass down to your kids. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of just like peeling back the layers a little bit, getting a little spicy. Um, and diving in. And I hope to see all of you guys at the five-day live event to unlock your style story so that you can nail your signature style and amplify your brand and feel amazing. Supercharge that confidence, baby. Confidence is the key to every single aspect of your life getting unlocked. Join us for that five-day event all the the link will be in the show notes so you could check it out and you can see what's what we're covering each day and the uh, prizes if you have any questions dm me let me know reach out to another style squad member you'll see a, a lot of style squad members highlighted on the um website and let us know if there's something that you need here or if you have any any question don't hesitate this is for you to feel amazing awesome connect with me on instagram katie allen stylist and oh my god i am back on linkedin so if you're a linkedin babe let's connect on linkedin i don't know how you share your linkedin handle but i am katie allen on linkedin and let's get connected all right love i will see you on the other side peace